Good morning to you, my friends, and how are you doing this morning? How was your night? I hope you've had a peaceful night rest. God bless you. I welcome you to review. It's your host and your dear friend here, Esther. Good morning, gracious God, and I will love you. We thank you for bringing us back safely this weekend. We thank you for our week and all that has been. I mean the challenges, but most especially the testimonies, the victories. We give you all the glory. Be thou exalted forevermore in the name of Jesus. And we've come this morning to learn, to study together at the foot of the cross. Holy Spirit, we cannot but invite you, for apart from you, we can do nothing. In fact, we are nothing. Come and abide with us and teach us yourself today. And at the end of our session, may your name alone be glorified. Thank you. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Welcome once more to Review, friends. It's so good to be with you this week, this morning. God bless you. Right. We're still on discouragement, unbelief, and disobedience, part four. But today... We have a subtopic and something in the bracket that has emerged from that series, Discouragement, Unbelief, and Disobedience. And so, our subtopic for today goes Punishment and Physical Healing. And in the bracket, we have Fiery Serpent and Snake on the Pole. A subtopic which has emerged from our discouragement, unbelief, and disobedience series, which is part five today, goes punishment and physical healing in the bracket, fiery serpent, and snake on the pole. God bless you as you listen. For four weeks, we have looked in depth on discouragement. In fact, we've seen biblical examples and what they did in their time of discouragement. We have tried learning from them and even given, giving out point to encourage us when we face the same or when we are at our lowest. Right, so today, we go back to the book of Numbers like I promised you last week and the week before. Numbers chapter 21 where we started from in week one. And we'll read from verse 1 to 5 to refresh our memories. Then we'll read on later. So please, friends, come with me to Numbers, where we started from in week 1, chapter 21. Let's read from verse 1 to 5 to refresh our memories. And we'll read on later. God bless you. Verse 1. The king of Arad, the Canaanite, who dwelt in the south, heard that Israel was coming on the road to Atharim. Then he fought against Israel and took some of them prisoners. 
So Israel made a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed deliver this people into my hand, then I will utterly destroy their city. And the Lord listened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanite, and they utterly destroyed them and their cities. So the name of that place was called Oma. Then they journeyed from Mount Or by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. And the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. Verse 5, where we shall stop for now. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and our soul looks this worthless bread. The Lord blessed the reading together of if you were listening to his word. Amen. Right. You see, friends, when we come across disappointment in life as a result of whatever reason it may be, it weighs us down and we get discouraged. And the enemy has a way of making sure that our discouragement festers, leaving us in the deep wound of resentment, anger, doubt, and unbelief even though we have once witnessed or several times witnessed God's move in our lives. This was the Israelites saying, well, God helped us overcoming or utterly destroying the Canaanites. So what? What about now? Isn't he going to do something? Seeing us we are tired as a result of the long journey because Edom had refused us passage. We are tired of eating this bread. What's he going to do now? How many times have you and I, friends, put on the so what attitude, which I really like to call the entitlement mentality, like God owes us something and he's got to pay and he's even delaying in paying it back or in paying them back the entitlement mentality, the so what attitude. The book of Numbers records the failure of the Israelite to believe in the promises and faithfulness of God who had always come through for them regardless. And the result was judgment of wandering for good 40 years in the wilderness. Because you see, they never stopped. They were always putting up a show each time they got discouraged. They had several records of discouragement and then disobedience to God, speaking against God and their leader every step of the way. They had records of one step forward 
today and several backwards tomorrow. You see, such was their journey. Oh yeah, they refused to trust and be encouraged in the faithfulness of God. They spoke against God. How dare! Now come with me as we continue reading from verse 6 through to 9. Numbers chapter 21. Now we read from verse 6 to 9. So the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they beat the people. And many of the people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and it shall be that everyone who is beaten, when he looks at it, shall live. And verse 9, where we shall stop reading for today. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And so it was. If a serpent had beaten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. When he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, the next line of action in our discouragement is not to speak against God. Look, they sinned. And in verse 6, we see there was punishment for their sin. In fact, they realized they had sinned. They ran to Moses. The next line of action in their discouragement or our discouragement is not to speak against Almighty God. So the same. Another one of the biblical character that we didn't treat suffered so much, in fact, lost everything. You know who I'm talking about? That was Job. But even in his pain, in his agony, the Bible record something like this. In all this, Job did not sin. Job chapter 1, verse 22. Oh, friends, that must have been tough. Oh, that is tough. Everything he went through. The Bible says, Job did not sin. Oh, yeah, we should agree. That was a tough one. That's a tough one for anybody. But he did not sin. Right. So there was punishment for the Israelite sin. And you see, one may start to think, ouch, that's harsh. Fiery serpent biting God's people, causing death. 
Oh, that's a bit too much. Look, this is it, friends. You see, because of God's only nature is, you know, the reason sin has to be dealt with. Otherwise, God won't be who he says he is. He is just. He is holy. And sin contradicts that nature of his. You see, sin is the complete opposite of who God is. And that's why it comes with punishment or consequences. God is just. God is holy. Well, right. Can you imagine a world without justice when people go against the law? And because of the law, that's why people are brought to books. Taken through the justice process to rehabilitate them. Right now, the pain caused by the biting of the fiery serpent, the venom or punishment for their rebellion and wicked ways. Do you know what that did? It drew God's people near again. They were in agony. They were suffering. People were dying. And so what happened? They repented. And God gave Moses instructions on what to do. And you see, because of the pain and suffering, they quickly obeyed this time, even though, listen to this, even though, what was to be done was completely illogical according to human reasoning. And you know what? They could have complained, but for the suffering, for the pain, for their agony and death, you get what I'm saying here? They could have complained, but people were suffering and dying and they wanted that to stop immediately. So they put aside the complaint. I mean, just staring at the bronze serpent on the pole to bring relief or healing and not doing anything else. They could have said something. The instruction was, when anyone gets beaten, let them run to where the bronze serpent was. Look and leave. Look and leave. Very simple. They complied anyway. They obeyed this time. They were in terrible pain, you see. They obeyed. Mm. Friends, what exactly does this mean for you and I today? The obedience in terms of the look and live thing. What does it mean for you and I? You see, next week is another time in God's presence. So please make sure to join me as we study together 
again. God bless you. Abba Father, we thank you for the power of your word. And thank you for teaching us this week again. And we pray that you will give us the grace in the application of the things that you teach us on here every week. We will not be just listeners or hear us alone deceiving ourselves. We pray for your grace to apply them into the journey of our lives, the journey of faith. And as we go this week, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus, especially as we are finishing the month and going into a new month later on in the week. We pray that your divine protection, O oh God, will be upon us and all that is ours. Thank you, Father, and we give you all the glory. For in Jesus Christ's victorious name, we have prayed. Amen. I'm afraid this is all we've got time for this morning, this week, my friends. Like I said, why don't you join me next week as we look even deeper into the ancient word, the Bible. And so until next week, when I shall be seeing you again, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household, now and forever. Amen. Joy.
Everybody's saying 